how do we do this again? <laughs> oh, I gotta listen to it. You know, it's you're listening to episode. That's right. Um, you're listening to. Oh, yep, yeah. Restart that. Okay, got it. You're listening to episode twenty six of the Beef Special. I'm your host Hannah, and I'm Hallie. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I could definitely say for just for my beef to start mm-hmm. out, and I think I've already I've already definitely talked to you about this before, mm-hmm. but I <laughs> I made a I already told you I made a TikTok mm-hmm. that was discussing basically this guy, which I have no nothing, not a thing against mm-hmm. this creator whatsoever. I barely, I just came across this video, but he referenced this statistic where it says men found women attractive over like a normal average, a bell curve average, and women found 80% of men in this study on a a dating app, OkCupid, as below Mm -hmm. average. And I was like, that's interesting. That seems like an incel talking point. Yep. <laughs> These incels will latch onto that and say, well, this is why women don't get what they want because <laughs> they're messaging the fucking top 20% of men and we get nothing, la, 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 you know, <laughs> rather than bringing it back to themselves mm-hmm. and saying, you know, maybe my pictures where I'm standing three miles away from the camera are yeah. probably what's not helping me out. Anyway, yeah. I was like, let me go into the study. The guy doesn't link it in his comments. He doesn't link it in the caption, which is probably the only grievance I have with him because mm-hmm. I feel like it's already so hard finding the data behind what people are talking about. Yeah. So, but I understand that as well. It could be behind paywalls, et cetera, et cetera. So yep. I looked it up and I, all I could find, or one of the things that I could find was this TechCrunch article referencing the data, but then adding on to that, that while women rated men on this app more 80% as below average, they still were more likely to message those men or yeah. they were more skewed to message them. Yep. Now you could extrapolate so many different things from that, whether it could be maybe women don't, even women don't factor in attraction as much into messaging or yeah. maybe it was the fact that even if they were going to say no, they would still give them a chance to talk to them, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I had issue with is that you're taking this one data point without factoring in this other data that could be significant into understanding the basis behind why they would say that, why they would find the majority of of men as unattractive. Yeah. So not to say it's perfect, it's a perfect study and everything, but that was kind of my point, right? Yeah. And -hmm. granted, do I always communicate things in a way that's just completely (laughs) neutral and unbiased? And shows I don't have an opinion? No, absolutely not. That's just not me. Mm-hmm. Do I put an insult at the end of it? Sure, absolutely. Because my thing is the people who are going to get mad about that and fucking throw a little bitch fit over right. that data are the men that are fucking below average that no one wants to fucking talk to. I yeah. mean, not to say all of them are or whatever. Right, but right. It's just there's so many things to consider here. And so to take that 80% and come to the conclusion that therefore women are only matching and messaging the 20% is just such a surface level understanding of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So that was my point. And of course, then the comments rolled in and they made me laugh so fucking hard. Some of them, I thought they were hilarious, (laughs) but... (laughs) Others, others just like, this is unreal. This is yeah. unreal how people, um, what's Yeah, they're the just word? commenting. Yeah, they're just yeah. going for it, which, you they're know, I kind of admire low-key because I've only probably ever commented on two TikToks out of the 3.5 billion I've watched. Yeah. But the ones that got me are the people who are like, it's impossible for 80% of men to be below average. I was like, do you not understand how parameters in a study 
work. Yeah. Like this was women reading profiles of men on OkCupid. Right. So, no. And this was based mm-hmm. on how attractive they are. This is not saying that all, like, 80% of all men are below average. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's just like, but if they were, the people who made those comments certainly fall into that camp. Oh, 100% just, they do. At least certainly below average intelligence. I was just, yeah. I was stunned. I was stunned. And then one person, he was like, you're misinterpreting the data. This means that women are <laughs> women are still matching with the top 20% of men. And I'm just like, it reminds me of that quote that goes, I can explain it to you. I can't yeah. comprehend it for you. Yeah. That's, that's that's it, basically. Yeah. I I was in this one TikTok, I was merely a, a conduit of extra information. I linked the article that you could read. Also, someone else in the comments provided additional context where the so OKCupid was publishing these kind of studies on the data found right. on the app. Eventually, they removed it from their site, but the I think it was the CEO or someone within OKCupid published a book called Dataclism. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it was a book on all these studies from OKCupid and all the different data points and things they found. And there's actually another one that got more popular on TikTok. I think it was a while ago, or I saw that went viral on TikTok where yeah. it was analyzing men's age range and then the age range of women they find attractive, which doesn't mm-hmm. fucking look good for them either. No, it doesn't. So showing that even they're like fucking 50s, they still found women in their 20s more attractive than any other women. Jesus so, Christ. It was bad. Now, I, I will say it didn't mean that they were messaging those women. Um, but still, like, yeah, I know. That's not good. That's not a good look. No, it's not. So, anyway, I went back to look at that, and you can find the PDF online, but uh, which I appreciated someone commented that and provided more information. But it's like, I don't understand. I really can't grasp just making, pulling something out your ass like that with nothing to back up what you're saying. No, just not a thing. Not like, a goddamn thing. <laughs> and other people in the comments were like, this is because men just look like shit and they don't take care of themselves, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. I'm mm-hmm. like, I think it's like a, a multitude of things. I, I don't doubt it because there's already an issue where I think men, men aren't socialized to care about their appearance, right? I'm not going right. to put the entire, this is how they're socialized. And that's unfortunate. And I think yeah. that obviously needs to be, turned around because women are obviously socialized to care about their appearance to put in that effort to look good so when we do that that comes into our advantage on these dating apps and things and the fact that men don't know how to use that to advantage is quite evident Mm -hmm. and it shows very clearly with their lack of pictures their their inability to take flattering pictures the lack of understanding that comes with you know, just a lot. And we had talked mm-hmm. about this before, them taking pictures far away and taking pictures in groups, taking pictures that don't really show their personality or what their interests are. It's right. just like, once again, there are so many things that can be inferred based off this data. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's it's fascinating. So, and not to say that it's all perfect and accurate, but I think the the goal of that book um, was to kind of kind of represent that a lot of like social structures and yeah. uh, social and aspects and, and different things do reflect themselves in the dating pool and how people operate on dating websites. Mm-hmm. So, which I, I do find inter- interesting. But can you It'll, communicate all that? So, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was saying it is interesting. It's yeah. incredibly interesting. What what I I mean, I only I've been off TikTok for months now. Um that's not a brag though, because I've moved to Reels and that's consumed my life. Um, but whenever Hallie makes anything, any kind of TikTok, I'll download it quickly again to like like it and support her and then quickly delete it off my phone. Um 
but like I quickly went through the comments just to take a vibe check of what was going on. And it's just interesting to me when women are discussing anything and they choose to upload it on social media, how men will, they'll just, like I saw one comment, it was like off topic, but you're so beautiful. I don't know why that is like it's it's very nice that like that guy would say that that like, he would take the time out of his day to like comment that but yeah or girl I don't know who I don't or know girl who. I can only assume it was a man um but like it's just something <laughs> they just don't it's like men like that don't choose to participate in the conversation and instead they they bring it back to your looks and. I think a lot of men do this. We've talked about this a lot, but it it just is so fucking annoying to me that they can't seem to, I don't know, mm-hmm. join in on the discussion. And instead of them joining in on the discussion, they're just like, let me let me share a remark about this person's appearance. Yeah, I think with that, honestly, I see that with both men and women. To be honest, like when I see that on other women's TikToks and, and yeah. stuff, I see a lot of women do this. And I mean, maybe it makes sense when like a woman is getting ready while she's speaking and she's doing her makeup while she's speaking. You have like this added layer of you yeah. you putting in this effort on top of you relaying information. It's almost kind of like those TikToks that do a side by side, which those kind of scare me where there yeah. someone's talking and then you have a video of someone like fucking playing with slime. Like there are two things going on at once and I think you can right. comment on both those things. So yes. But when a woman is just relaying information, the the need to comment on their looks in any capacity, I will always find a bit interesting on why that has significance. Now granted they're giving a compliment and I don't I don't think that that's necessarily bad and not to say that i'm a creator that that that's my job and prioritizes on relaying information that's like one of the only tiktoks i've i've done like that um and another one i was i did like that i took down because the comments got too crazy for me um but yeah i will always think that's interesting on how sometimes people try to maybe bring it back to that or distract from the point or whatever uh, especially, like I said, more serious accounts, people. And I told you about that one woman's account who she talks about science and she gets hate comments as well on her looks and people co- commenting on how she looks and things like that. Well, it's just like, this woman is just relaying information about fucking space. Like, can y'all let her live? It's just, it's so beside the point. I don't think yeah. it's in, on men's accounts. It's not, uh, Men, especially who are relaying information and whose accounts are dedicated to um, study and, and stats and data, et cetera, I think you're very rarely going to find a, a comment that references how they look and how they're right. presenting themselves. There's right. no expectation That's... for them to look good while presenting information. Exactly. Like, back to my point, you're going to see a lot more men comment about women's appearances on videos where they're just relaying information yeah then you are going to see that on men's videos where they're just relaying information i mean i'm not saying that women can't be down bad in, in a man's comments because <laughs> uh, that is very evident and we do see that often yeah but if do. a man's just relaying information you're going to see fewer comments from women who are just talking about or just making a comment about their appearance is basically what i'm trying to say yeah 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 i, I get um, that so so it's just it always comes back to a woman's like physical what they bring physically to the man am i crazy for saying that no i think i think women do feel this expectation that they have to look good whenever they are speaking and i think that is supported with tiktok after tiktok or real or whatever that i see or just getting on the phone getting on facetime with someone it's like Mm -hmm. oh sorry i look like shit or I look bad, or I haven't got my hair done, yeah. or I haven't done my makeup yet, but, you know. And that's something we have to unlearn, obviously, to not give a fuck about how we look. And when I, even when I recorded that TikTok, I was like, I didn't really give a shit to, to look good to make that. And, but that's because 
I've become more cognizant of the fact that that's not necessary. I don't have mm-hmm. to look beautiful to make a point and for my point no. to land. So, no. and I think, yeah, I think it's weird. But obviously, am I going to turn that down? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not either. I'm going to accept a compliment whenever I receive one. Uh, but along the same vein, whenever I'm complaining about anything on my Instagram stories and a guy decides to be like, oh, my God, you look so cute. I don't give a fuck what you have to fucking say to me right now. I'm oh, complaining yeah. about something. Like, I yeah. am complaining about something. I am expressing my feelings and my thoughts and my intelligence. And all you have to do is bring it back to how I fucking look. Yeah, it's very reductive. It's I so reductive. At least join the conversation. God damn. Like, at least, yeah. at least provide me some sustenance here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First, validate my fucking thought and then say I look sexy, bitch. Like, is that so hard? <laughs> Not even that. Like, I, I'm I, kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just like, oh my God. It's just like, I am just um, fucking boobs and a pretty mouth talking. No, I know. I know. Yeah, it's it's just, it is a catch-22. So it's not fun. Yeah. I will say, like, the comments of people also trying to, like, shit on how I look are hilarious to me. They always and backfire. They always do. It's so weird. And I <laughs> I don't know if I talked about this in an older episode, but I can't remember. But, like, guys, like, try to make me feel bad in my comments sometimes. And it's so fucking funny because it's, like, they end up retroactively retroactively complimenting me they don't even i don't even think they understand that they're saying nice things to me like i'm taking Mm. these as compliments right um like there was this one guy he was obviously upset and he was going back and forth with this one person in the comments and he goes well she and i are like the same age and the fact that even if I'm younger than her, it just shows that I'm more mature, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, maybe probably, probably like 27, 28, or maybe my age exactly. And I go in there and he's, I go on his profile and he's 18. I was Jesus. like, you think I look that young? Right. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. The sunscreen's working. I'm just kidding. Not that I even, I don't look, you know, it's not like I'm fucking 50 years old, but <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really matter how old someone thinks I look or not. But I just think it's funny. Like it, it, yeah. it cracks me up or. Be, I don't know. I just I'm like, there's what could you say? There's nothing you could say because I know if you're commenting on my looks to try to shit on me, you're literally just projecting. Yeah, like, you're mad. You're up yeah. in your feelings, and you're trying to what take me down a peg. You can't right. do that. You got I'm nothing just, on me. I've never once been moved to comment on anyone's appearance. And a random TikTok or reel yeah. I come across, like from a stranger. Yeah, I agree. The only time I've ever commented on TikToks was to add on to their point. Yes. Yes. And I'm talking about a stranger here. It's different yeah. when I see like, like a friend who posts a TikTok and they're in a fire outfit. I'm like, fuck yes. Like, yeah. And even then that's part of the discussion because the content is about their beauty or their their outfit or something along the lines that actually ties back to why they posted it. But yeah. god dang, I'll I'll never be one of those people who's just like, um, this random stranger, I'm gonna leave a comment about some aspect of their face. Yeah. You know the ones though, I think like if someone's being mean or whatever, or trying to be mean, those I don't really care about. Those don't matter. Like it's just like it's more embarrassing for them. Cause it's like yeah. you got so upset you had to throw a little temper tantrum in my comment section. Right. And the people like I'm talking about, they end up deleting their com- I don't even have to delete a comment that should get just up deleting it because it's just embarrassing just get embarrassed on their own I think so I I just don't reply or yeah well one guy I replied to like thanking him and I told you mm-hmm. about that I like thanked him I was like oh my god that's actually kind of nice what you just said and then he, yeah and then he said you're welcome and he liked my comment and then he ended up deleting everything <laughs> later so I was like oh okay <laughs> um <laughs> So, yeah. Do you think he deleted it because he was embarrassed by himself? Or do you think he deleted it because he was like, 
no, I didn't want her to take that as a compliment. So I'm deleting it. So she, I don't know. I don't know. Like uh, he was, it was so funny to me. I don't know. It was the way yeah. he was trying to make fun of me. I was like, this is such an interesting way to compliment me. I don't know. Yeah. I just was like, that's actually low key a really good compliment. And I think the fact that he replied and liked my comment, it was just like, I didn't really give anything out. I don't know. I, I don't know how these people work because I don't right. operate like them. I yeah. don't even know how to gauge how someone would think on that level because I can't even fathom doing that. So yeah. uh, I will say, though, maybe something that would get me are the people who comment like fucking children and i'm not talking like immature children i'm talking like a six-year-old who gives you the most accurate read of your life you know those comments like you know those, what um what was this one like someone said to this one guy and it's funny because he made a tiktok like laughing about it but it's like you look like the first guy who would die in a war oh my god and it's just like yeah. They don't say it. The problem the problem with those is that they're not said maliciously. They're not. They're and said like, accurately and precisely. Yes. With, yeah. n- without even being phased. And it's like, what right. the fuck do you do with that piece of information? What do you do? with? You just have to own it at that point. I, I mean, know. I have you gotten a comment like that before? No. But if I did, I'd probably just find it hilarious. Uh, I remember once on my Instagram stories, I I did like a prompt thing that was like, give me your best roast. And to this day, the best thing I've ever read that someone sent in was that I dress like I dress like an extra in the show Victorious. (laughs) And I think that is so fucking spot on, but also so fucking insulting. (laughs) But it's so accurate. But you still dress nice. So it's like. But it's a show about people who who are going to school. To, they're <laughs> basically in theater school. So everyone dresses there to, like, stand out. <laughs> they're like, God damn. <laughs> it's pretty fucking spot on. Well, it might but it still be. hurt. I don't know. No one said anything yet. yet. I, I will always like the one where the guy was like, because I I'm started sorry, off, was that thunder? It was thunder. Yeah, it's Damn. like raining a lot. I was gonna go take stuff to the storage, but it's raining. Damn. Sorry, go ahead. Um I'll always like the ones I always like the stuff where people like clap back by kind of rewording what you said or kind of repeating what you said and then like changing up the end of it. Like I started off a TikTok where it's like, when are we going to blah blah blah? And then mm-hmm. he was like, When are you going to get a job? That's what he said to me. <laughs> heavy assumption i was like damn if i was unemployed that would have ate but i'm not and i probably make more money than you so that's embarrassing on your behalf what's so funny about that one is that is such a large assumption that they're just like (laughs) shooting from the hip at like they they're going all in on that assumption yeah they're probably like she's a woman she's unemployed like i don't that doesn't (laughs) work anymore this isn't 1850 like a lot of women have jobs now we're operating in a different market (laughs) that one's funny i love that one yeah it's just it, it it kills me so yeah i think and I, there are a couple of comments I've saw. I'm like, should I reply in a in a TikTok to this? But what does right. this do? What does this do if yeah. I reply? But then because like, it almost makes you look sillier because you're like, um, I do have a job. Uh, yeah, no, that one is just like, that's just funny. Like, mm-hmm. I think I I definitely screenshot that comment because it made me laugh. Um, but other ones where they're like misunderstanding what I'm saying or they're so off the mark. Once again. What is the purpose? I, I think, okay, let me elaborate. But what's the point of elaborating to someone who can't even understand how averages work? You know? Yeah. Going back no, to there's the no point. TikTok. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, we're not going to grasp this. But then I think, what was the point of making a TikTok in the fucking first place? I was already being a little bit of a dick at the end of it. So mm. <laughs> was, was anyone going to <laughs> really – my target audience is – um. They're not going to like that. The, the people who are <laughs> going to make that assumption, I'm insulting them in that 
in that TikTok. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. For the most part, I think people just don't know how to admit when they're understanding something yeah. or open to understanding or changing their minds. It's no. such a rare thing to, to see that on the internet. Yeah. Um, and-, and I don't even think they would comment that anyway. I mean, there's been a few TikToks or reels where I've been, my my mindset on something has been slightly challenged or changed, mm-hmm. but nothing like huge. Mm-hmm. I think most people just, they probably do experience that, but they would never be like, Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, because those would be normal people, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to be a little abnormal to post on TikTok and yeah. to comment on there. Like, yeah. You just got to be a little weird, probably. Yeah. Anyone that's operating on, on those sites and commenting and, and posting, mm-hmm. you got to have a little screw loose, I feel like. So, I don't know. I feel Pretty much the truly normal, competent person is probably not posting or commenting at all. Literally. I don't know. I don't know, man. But yeah, I post. This is why, like, and it scares me when I post a TikTok where I'm talking because then it, like, it ends up getting views. And if it gets over 100 views, I'm already, like, stressing. So, yeah. And yeah. that one keeps getting views and I don't like it. But what do, what do I do? I don't know. Yeah, uh, what do you do? I don't know. I have this weird relationship with posting and, and not posting. It's, it doesn't mm. make any sense. It's like, yeah, I posted it because that's what I think. And then, then I tell myself, all of this is optional. They can watch, they can block me, or they can move on or whatever. Like, why do I feel like I have to gauge people's interaction with me? Does that make sense? Yeah, like it, it does. Was, I've, but also, it's a very uncomfortable feeling realizing like 10,000 people have seen your face. Yeah. That's like a stadium full of people. How do I reconcile with that? I don't like that. It is. I don't know. Yeah. But that means me not very accurate. Who knows? What's funny is um, that that TikTok I made of Halen years ago still yeah. gets likes and, and views and, and comments on it. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, that is scary to me. Yeah. Like, when I downloaded TikTok to like your TikTok, uh-huh. um, I'm still getting notifications for that TikTok I made with Halen. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Yeah. I mean, that's a good TikTok. Yeah. I get... I get, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, actually there was a comment I made on a TikTok. There's like two comments or whatever. And there's one comment that still gets likes on it. And I still get notifications sometimes. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I thought at one point this just stops. Now I feel like this is the concern with like posting because then it gives you the obligation of like constantly checking it more and more. Yep. I'm like, my screen time's getting fucking out of control. It's so bad because... I feel like I'm in this weird um, mummified trance when I'm scrolling on reels the same Mm -hmm. way when I was on TikTok to where I could just, I'm just going to lay down and relax and watch for like 15 minutes. And then I'll just be scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And it's like, I want to, my my brain is like, you need to fucking stop this. You need to put the phone down. But my body won't stop me. I know. I, like I'll just keep doing it for another two hours. Damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> no, we genuinely have a problem. It's so bad. I hate it. I'm so disgusted with myself. I really like if there were I remember seeing someone talking about like they're they're gonna start being rehabs for phone addiction. <laughs> I was like, that's silly. And now I'm like, that's where I need to be. Yeah. Now I'm like, sign me up. Get me off this I need a phone that just will never allow me to, that has all the other features I need, but simply will never allow me to download social media on it. That's truly what I need. You need the jitterbug. Even... I need a smartphone that has the capabilities to be like, we cannot download social media on this phone. Like it yells at you? It's just, it's it's programming. I don't know. It's code is like, no, bitch. Because yeah. I need, I need the GPS. I need my email app. Yeah, I that's need my, like, I need my wallet app. I need app. my apps. I need I my need, apps. Yeah, I need WhatsApp. I need all the, the messaging apps. I simply do not – the thing that takes up my time throughout the day isn't my emails, 
Mm-hmm. It's not messaging. It's not phone calls. Right. Yeah. It's, definitely not phone it's calls. the fucking Instagram. It's it's TikTok. Yeah. And then with threads being introduced, when I'm done with Instagram, I'll go on a threads. I know. And I finally, like, I, well, I mean, I deactivated Twitter a little bit ago. And I was mm-hmm. like, thank God to be done with that app. And then threads comes out. And I was like, oh, Christ. Yeah. It's not like You're anyone's. You're not much from Twitter. No. No one's making me download threads. Yeah. There was no there was no call to action for me to get on fucking threads. No one was asking me to be on that app. No one said, Hallie, when are you getting on threads? This yep. was my all this was all my own doing. And you know. I yeah. granted I don't really spend as much time on there as I thought, but TikTok. Oh, yeah, TikTok. you're addicted. I have a no, I am. I have a problem. It's it's actually something serious. It's interesting how I feel like people on TikTok find out more about news quicker than people on Instagram Reels. It is it is interesting because I didn't know about the Kiki Palmer stuff or the Jonah Hill stuff until I heard it from you. Really? Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like Instagram is a little it's a step behind. Um, than TikTok, but I don't think that's like a. I think that's pretty common to yeah. notice. If yeah. you're if you have ever been on both apps, um, it seems like people on TikTok are just sharing news faster. Yeah, I agree. I do get a lot of my news information from there now, which I used mm-hmm. to get from Twitter. Um, yeah, but yeah, I was like, I almost made a TikTok about the whole Kiki Palmer and Jonah thing. Well, I kind of did. I put it on my story mm-hmm. instead of posting it on my like main feed because I got too stressed to do that. Yeah. Um, but it's all very interesting, and I've definitely complained mm-hmm. about it to already to anyone that'll listen. But I feel like everyone has to know at this point what's been going on. Maybe. Um, so, do you want to give like a quick synopsis of what yeah. happened? Yeah, I'll give. You, you do you know about the the you know like the more detail on the Jonah Hill one? Have you looked at that one more? Um, mm-hmm. no, I just know everything you told me about it. Oh, okay. Um, well, the Kiki Palmer situation is that her baby daddy, who's what's that man's name? I don't know that who, man's name. No one knows his name. I don't know who that man is. So, Indicator number one. <laughs> exactly. So Kiki Palmer goes to an Usher concert and mm-hmm. she looks good as fuck. Like she mm-hmm. looks amazing. And Usher serenading her, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. She does like a turn in her dress and <laughs> her baby daddy gets on Twitter and tweets out the most embarrassing tweets. And I mean, both of them are terrible. So yeah. he quote tweets, this picture or whatever this uh, this title or article her being at the usher concert and he goes it's the fit though you a mom about her and (laughs) it's just that sounds like a comment from a random dusty ass man on twitter who has 13 followers no seriously i like that's some bot account behavior yeah you sound like a fucking misogynistic bot that's right what it's giving and so everyone starts shitting on this man because it's like, who are you? Yeah. Everyone was probably treating this man like they would have treated a random fucking stranger on the internet. They probably <laughs> didn't even know it was him. That's the way I think about it. <laughs> they they did not know. They were just like, oh, this random ass, bum ass bitch yeah. is going on and on about it. We're going to flame his ass because that's what yeah. he deserves. Naturally. Instead of this idiot being like, you know what? Maybe I'm a fucking cocksucker for getting on here and yeah. slandering the 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 mother of our child mm-hmm. on the internet and instead address my own insecurity with her and apologize etc cetera, etc cetera. no instead he doubles down he doubles down on what he says <laughs> wait i gotta pull up the exact tweet it's so embarrassing <laughs> oh my god i had to pull up the exact tweet because I think he he like ended up deleting his account and shit. You're good. I don't care. Oh, okay. This is how this is how he follows up to this shit. He okay. says 
He says, we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family and my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe. I rest my case. You already read this in front of me, but I, and I've already given my reaction to this, but I hate that he used the words booty cheeks. I'm sorry. Your argument is invalid. No, no, your face, your face when you read this, when we were out to lunch with Bree, I never laughed so fucking hard. Like the absolute just pure disgust on your face killed me. It was just like, it was just like, I don't know. It's just how everyone feels. Like you look dumb as fuck. This yeah. is like how a middle schooler talks. Like, yeah. I don't hear a grown ass man. I just, I can't imagine being a grown ass man and, and trying to speak like an adult and throwing the yep. phrase booty cheeks in there. Like, come on now. That is what you say when you are joking around, like in being an idiot. Yeah. Like, I, it's I don't. A, they're silly words. Yes. Those are two silly, silly words, booty cheeks. It's juvenile. It's so utterly just pathetic language to use to try to make your point. Like, you, okay, you were decided to clap back. Everyone's shitting on you. Yeah. And you think, I got to make my point here. <laughs> I gotta stick this landing. I gotta sell it, you guys. <laughs> I'm about to turn them all around. They're gonna be on my team, you know. And you know he doesn't pull out the dictionary. Well, maybe, maybe pulled out urban. I don't know. Yeah, but he's gonna throw booty cheeks into that tweet, <laughs> into that statement. <laughs> like, bro. Like we see, we see what level you're operating at now. Yeah, it's your sad. rhetorical devices are not working. <laughs> and also what a lot of people pointed out is that he refers to her as his wife. Bitch. They're not married. No. If anything, you are not you're not a husband. You are a mistress. Yeah. And less than that, you are a sperm donor in this scenario. You have no yes. title. No resources. No nothing. No dowry. No dowry. You are are penniless, dude. You haven't a leg to stand on. (laughs) This is embarrassing for you. No one knows how to refer to you other than this baby daddy. (laughs) What are you expecting here? This man had everything and he fucked it all up. That's my thing. I'm like, if I was in a situation... Where I didn't mm-hmm. have to make money. I probably don't have to cook and do shit. Do fuck yeah. all. I don't have to pay the bills. I yeah. wouldn't say a word. I'm a yeah. statue. Yeah. I will be the trophy partner. Wife, husband, mm-hmm. whatever. I'll do what you need me to do. I'll take care yeah. of the baby. I will be in your corner. I will be your number one. I get to be in a relationship where we have a child that I don't have to carry. Hell yeah. fucking yeah, bitch. Let's go. Yeah. I, I'm not saying, but the fact that he had the audacity to tweet probably for from a phone he's not paying for is yeah. what's it's what's killing me. Yeah, like you're on her phone bill. I don't know. I I, I don't know how that works. Yeah. I, I don't probably from the that. comfort of her own home too. Yeah, she's laying on, on her, her toilets, <laughs> and he's just tweeting that shit. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It's so bad. It's so bad. He ends up deleting his account. He ends up deactivating his Instagram. And then he reactivates it and the pictures of her are gone. It's just like, you're a whole ass fool. And for anyone who tries to blame Kiki for anything, to yeah. say she shouldn't have picked him, she shouldn't have partnered with him, tries to lay any, lay any blame on her, you can shut the fuck up. Yeah. You can shut the hell up. Right. Women are told to give men a chance. They give men a chance. They do them dirty. Women are told to choose better. Fucking yeah. pick a narrative, bitch. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. winning. No, there's no winning. It's like women who trust men, women who believe what men say, women who rely on men, who get fucking dogged out, are then made to be somehow responsible for their shit-ass behavior? Yeah. No. You can fuck all the way off. So I'm just happy that she seems to know her worth pretty well. And it's like, it seems like she's out of that. And that's 
seem kind of done. And that's really all you can do. I think that's the best you can do in those situations. And yeah. the strongest thing you could do really is to leave something that's not serving you and it's not good for you. And yeah. it's not healthy, especially with a partner that doesn't respect you enough to, to talk to you about these things in person, you know, to take it to right. a social media platform that everyone is going to weigh in on. Terrible, terrible. Mm -hmm. Not to say people can't improve their behavior, change their behavior, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't want to see, I just like, and I really, I, thankfully I haven't seen people, like everyone's been shitting on him. So I'm like, good, because yeah. that's some stupid Thank ass behavior. Uh, so yeah, I just, no one should be saying a word about her. Because I even remember someone posting this video where she was on Steve Harvey, a Steve Harvey show, I think talking about like, cause she was with him or maybe dating someone. And Steve Harvey was like, you know, I got billionaires you could talk to and et cetera, et cetera. And she basically was like, I've dated people who are up there and, and they're not yeah. that nice. They're not that nice all the time. Yeah. It's like, this is the thing. Like it just, I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. People are saying he sucks because he's broke, but there are men that rich and they suck too. It's like, mm -hmm. it's just, it's a lose-lose situation sometimes. So yeah. I think the responsibility and the critique should fall on the person who is being a bum-ass, broke-ass bitch. And that is this man in this situation. So I hope she broke up with him. I hope so too. I hope so too. And if she didn't, and if like they're trying to work on it, I get why she would do that too. Like that's the thing. I could see why she would do that, you know? Um, so, which is why I could see why most people try to make things work with the, with the parent of their child. So. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, not ideal. It's, it's just, yeah. I, I love her to death though. Like, it's just like, what did you really think was going to happen? Everyone was going to be on your side. I, yeah. I can't even fathom. As once again, like I, I men astound me. Men, they sometimes they really, really amaze me with mm -hmm. with how they think everyone is just on their they can be on their side, and at the same yeah. time the whole world's against them. I, I none of it makes sense. No, <laughs> I just don't get how these men. Same thing with Jonah Hill. We've also talked about this. Mm -hmm. Will go after these women who are gorgeous. Sexy ass women, mm -hmm. and then get mad at them that they're sexy. Yeah, yes. Like, bro, what you pursued a bad. That's what bitch. you wanted. That's what yeah. you wanted, and you got it. Yeah, and exactly. now you're fumbling the bag. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. With the Jonah Hill situation, he was dating this model and surfer named Sarah Brady. Right, if I'm uh -huh. reading that correctly. Let me see. Okay, so Sarah Brady. Like I said, is a surfer, model, etc. Yeah. Ends up dating Jonah Hill. I'm pretty sure Jonah... Actually, I'm not going to say that because I'm not sure of it. Um, but my understanding was that Jonah Hill was the one to pursue her. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, this is while she is a known model and surfer. And she ends up releasing these texts and posting these texts on her Instagram story. Yeah. Of him saying insane shit, very controlling, just fucking terrible texts to her. Just trying to control her behavior, control what she posts on Instagram. Just weird stuff. And the one <laughs> uh the one that I keep seeing a lot is he sends this was in he sends this December second, twenty twenty one. So this mm -hmm. is already like a um, year and a half ago about. He goes, plain and simple. If you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate relationship or friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places, and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful, I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the my on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. And it's like that's not how that works. 
You don't yeah. you don't get in a relationship with someone and then say, I need to, you to change all these things about your life, including how you do your job. Yeah. Like to model, like that's a job. I, that's I don't think career. Yeah, like, oh, I need you to not actually like provide for yourself in this livelihood and, and everything. Like not make your money because I'm yeah. insecure and I don't know how to handle people looking at you. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people talk about how a lot of I won't say men because I think we're going to see a lot of this amongst anyone who goes to therapy mm-hmm. and is not being checked by their therapist. Um, yes. We're going to see a lot more people use this weaponized therapy language and verbiage and stuff like that mm-hmm. to control their partners. But um, I think this is this is very enlightening to show people that setting a boundary isn't like it's not the same as a rule or command yes exactly for your partner i think a lot of people don't understand what a boundary is yeah yeah and they probably might might a lot i think a lot of people would see this and be on jonah's side yeah exactly and i think a lot of people were and um same thing with kiki palmer's boyfriend like they thought that they were both setting boundaries and people were like, yeah. I don't understand why it's why it's a problem to have an issue how your partner dresses. That's not that's a preference, and that's not the issue here. The issue is that they got into these relationships knowing their partner's lives and how they dress, et cetera, et cetera, what they do yeah. with their time. And then instead of setting the boundary, it's a boundary obviously being what you dictate about yourself, what you're willing yeah. to withstand and enter into, et cetera, et cetera. Your own boundaries for yourself, not on other people. Those would just yeah. be like rules to methods of control and saying you know what i'm not going to be in a relationship with someone i'm not going to pursue a relationship with someone who models i guess is what they would say or wears um more revealing clothing like i want to be with someone who dresses more modestly that's what i want and therefore if this person doesn't i'm not going to try to change them i'm simply not going to engage in that but they didn't do that instead they said I want to pursue this person because I find them attractive and I like them. So I'm going to get them in a relationship and then I'm going to mold them to what I want them to be. And if they can't Mm -hmm. fit that, then it's over. It's like, you're fucking weird for that. That's not how that works. Yeah. Yeah. So, and people do definitely do this a lot. And I think with therapy becoming more popular, people think therapy is like a panacea for all their internal issues and problems and therefore going means they will somehow miraculously develop these communication skills and coping mm-hmm. mechanisms, et cetera, et cetera, had healthy habits and the like. But no, I think a lot of people sometimes don't realize that they weaponize their therapy against other people in their lives and use it to manipulate and control people that they do care about, but they don't realize that they're still engaging in toxic behavior. And it's definitely yeah. happened to me before. It's definitely, I remember in my relationship where <laughs> There was an issue or whatever um, and mm-hmm. that he had with me and we had talked about it and kind of resolved it. And then later on, he went to start seeing a new therapist and then he brought it up again and he was like, I talked to my therapist about th- this and he said or and she said that that was weird. Like it was weird that you did that. And I was like, my God, <laughs> I was like, okay (laughs) what do you want me to do about your therapist saying it was weird right is the therapist in the room with us right now like if she has beef with me she could say it to my fucking face you know like it was so beyond me that people people are trying to relay what their therapist thinks which is to help you and validate you in a way to invoke shame on the person that they're talking to like my therapist said that you did this and it was bad it's like that's not that's not effective communication. Like that's right. not helpful. And it's designed to, to shame your partner and mm-hmm. make them think or your friend or family or whatever and make them think yeah. that you're right and you're somehow yeah. morally superior in this situation because you talk to a quote unquote professional about it. And that's not always yeah. the case. And it's not fair to them. Instead it's being like, I'm still hurt by what happened. Can yeah. we talk about this? You know, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. still in a lot of pain over what with that situation. I'm talking about mm-hmm. it in therapy. You know, can I discuss my feelings a little bit more? Yeah. So it's just like, it's crazy. People thinking 
And this is also why I don't necessarily believe that just telling someone to go to therapy or if you're in a relationship and your partner's not treating you well, them starting to go to therapy is necessarily going to work and going to fix things. I agree. You know, I agree. Therapy. I think now, I think now if a man's going to therapy, it's a red flag. Hannah, (laughs) (laughs) you can't. No, I, I disagree. I'm obviously kidding. I literally said I was kidding. Um, but it reminds me, we were having this discussion with Nico a few weeks ago where mm-hmm. he was talking about a specific situation he's dealing with, oh, um, yeah. where, um, someone he knows was using weaponized therapy lingo toward him and definitely using their experience in therapy, whatever, whatever, yeah. to, to be condescending. Yes. Definitely. And he had made a comment that I was like, oh my God, I never considered that, but it's true how like therapists are paid to validate you in a way. Like yeah. they can't go out of their way to like severely disagree yeah. with you. They're not going to sit there and say, you're what? actually fucking crazy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, <sighs> yeah. What the fuck? I mean, I think, I think it's only beneficial for men then. Like if, if they can do this, <gasps> I I think the I think therapy is valuable in giving you or helping you think through something. Because I do think it's important to validate how someone feels. It is. Someone's upset I about agree. something, you validate how they feel, right? And then we get to solving the issue and asking them questions. Okay, you know, whatever. And I think a good therapist yeah. helps someone really unpack that. But once again, this is where I'll go back where I'll go back to. Therapy is a tool, meaning you could use it to help yourself or you could use it to fucking hurt yourself and everyone else around you. Like I agree. It can it can provide exponential value. Or if you're just not doing the actual work you need to do, you're not treating it with sincerity and mm-hmm. you know, with the re- true intention to improve and grow, then of course yeah. we are going to see the results of that as well. And yeah. it's people who are who need it the most. It's probably going to take the longest for them to really see the benefit from that and unpack things and learn things and develop over time. Which is why for some people, when they say, "Oh, you know, they're they're going to therapy now," I'm like, "Cool." That's yeah, doesn't not mean anything a quick to me anymore. Fix. That is not yeah. quick. With how many problems that they had, I'm like, okay, well maybe in a couple years sure but literally because there's so much to unpack with every person that's what i'm saying like people who are not who don't who are who are not good at self-analysis and who are not truly truly self-aware and do not have very do not have developed critical thinking skills are going to have a harder time it's going to take them a longer time to learn those skills and therefore your relationship problems or whatever that maybe could be ameliorated with therapy between the two of you is really content it's really contingent on how developed you already are and the tools that you already have and therapy will either fast track that process or it's just going to show you how long you have to go and i think for many people it's the latter Mm. it's the latter Mm. So, and that's not a bad thing, but it just means that just because someone's going to therapy and they know of their problems, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily on the road to fixing them. Right. And I think we also need to take into account that finding a good therapist for someone that actually challenges someone is just like finding a romantic partner, which is so incredibly hard to find. Obviously we all know that dating is hard. We all know that finding the right partner is hard to find that in a therapist, someone that doesn't share. Like, I think why it's so difficult is because for me, the first time I went to therapy, it's like, why am I talking all about myself? I don't know what goddamn lick about this person. I don't know anything about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's already hard for me to talk to people that I know and love. Yeah. 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 For me yeah. to talk to a stranger who has the credentials to teach me on what I need to be doing with my life, yep. I'm sorry, that's difficult. Like, that's a difficult thing. And I think a lot of people, whether they want to admit this or not, will not share everything with their therapist. They'll share mm-hmm. key details, but they won't share the awful shit. Yeah. They won't share the awful shit. 
either in fear that their therapist is going to be concerned for their life or people in, in their life yeah. and take it way too seriously um, or in fear that they actually know that they're, they're shamed of the things that they've done or the things that they're feeling and thinking. And yeah. they can't explain that to the therapist and fear of being judged by their therapist. Yeah. I think a lot of people would actually benefit more. And this is a privilege take because I've experienced this, but I think people would benefit more from group therapy because mm. you're sitting in a circle with other people dealing with the same things that you're dealing with but they're yeah. dealing with them in different ways and different avenues of life. And mm -hmm. then they share these experiences and you learn from shared experiences, how to apply that to your own experience. Mm -hmm. I think if men were, I, I think if everyone to ex were to experience group therapy and actually sit down and, and share the things that they're struggling with, mm -hmm. particularly when it comes to like being controlling in relationships and how to set learning how to set boundaries. That was my specific yeah. Um, group therapy was learning how, how to set boundaries with people. You learn what a boundary looks like mm -hmm. and how other people set them in their lives. Yeah. Like I remember specifically this one girl uh, or actually, no, it was. Um, yeah, it was this one girl saying that she basically had to tell her mom that she can't talk about politics with her mom. Mm hmm. But then the facilitator of the the group therapy session was like, that's setting a boundary with your mom. That's just mm -hmm. what that is. Mm -hmm. I had never known that. I would have never known that at all Yeah. in a regular one-on-one -on -one therapy session with my therapist. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I had to hear this experience from someone else. And most people, I think, could find this if they have strong friendship groups. Yeah. But like someone like Jonah Hill doesn't pro probably doesn't have a strong friendship group because he's yeah. friends with people like Leonardo DiCaprio who's a fucking predator <laughs> yeah yeah I know that's the thing it's that's the issue as well is that I don't think men have that community to fall back on no a lot of the times because and it's, it's sad it's very surface level in a lot of instances and that feeling that they mm -hmm. can't share things or that they won't be understood or validated and Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. That's difficult. So yeah, um, and I hate that. I hate that. It's just it's unfortunate. Which is why I think people once again say therapy, therapy, therapy. But also having solid, very solid, yes. deep rooted, truly vulnerable, intimate friendships is yeah. so valuable. Because I also yeah. going back to what you said, finding a good therapist is like any other friendship and relationship it's finding someone that you connect with and that understands where you're coming from understands how you're yeah. communicating things and able to read you it's in, in a sense and that's right. difficult and i know i think i still i mean i've been going to therapy and i i still don't think i found like a therapist that i really really connect with um, yeah so which is is not ideal but it is mm. what it is. So, yeah, I, I think it's it's still worth it. And it's yeah. a good tool to have in your toolbox. And you can switch it out if you need to. But, yeah, yeah I like the idea of, um, or the recommendation for, for group therapy. Because I think it makes it a lot easier to empathize with other people. And then empathize with you and actually see where you're coming from. And what you're experiencing. Yes. And, and you just other. find out. You learn so much about yourself and you learn about what triggers you. Like I've never been in a, in a session with a one-on-one -on -one therapist where they triggered me, but not a lot of people have the privilege to, to take that or the opportunity to take it. I had, it was free for me because I was in university, but. I don't think we have, we said that Jonah Hill had this whole like little documentary thing on his fucking therapist. And how much he loves his therapist and how much he's up his therapist's ass. But clearly he's paying him good money to tell him what he wants to hear. I'm just yeah. kidding. I, I'm no it's not a good look for his therapist, no. that's for sure. If I were his therapist, I'd be like, we're talking tomorrow morning. Bring the yeah. fucking text. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'd have that shit up on a fucking screen or something. We'd be going through yeah. it like a slideshow. Like, what were you thinking right. here? You know? Like, yeah. I really hope, I genuinely hope that that's being unpacked and how that works. He, the I therapist so seemed too. cool. I'm not going to lie. When I saw it, I was like, that seems really cool. I like this. Mm -hmm. 
I like this. So just goes to show we don't know fuck all about any of these people. Oh, no, absolutely not. So, but once again, with Jonah Hill, it's like, you're the company that you keep. Yeah. You know? If you're... If you're with the likes of Leonardo DiCaprio and certain people who, uh, what does that say? What does that say? Right. This isn't to say that you can't be friends with people you necessarily disagree with and et cetera, et cetera. But Mm -hmm. your inner circle, Mm -hmm. come on now. Let's be Mm -hmm. real. (laughs) Let's be real. So, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it. No, not a good look. No, not a good look at all. So, at least she got out. Also, oh, he was much older than her, too. How much older? I think, like, 12 or 14 years older than her. She's, like, 25 now, and I think he's 29 now. So. Oh, wait. He's 29 or no, 39? He's Sorry. Tw- he's 39, and I think she's 25. Oh, okay. Bro, Age gap of 12 years. 12 years. Sorry. I mean, that's not bad in the grand scheme of things. I don't know. I would never date someone 12 years older than me, but that is a personal preference. You know, I I thought about that as well. I'm like, what is my age limit? But when I went on Hinge and I set my age at first, I put it to like 31, maybe 32, if I'm being generous. Yeah. And then I put like age isn't a factor or something like that or i i put that it's not a deal breaker because i'm assuming maybe okay if he's 33 we'll give it a shot right but no it was men like i had a guy like 42 like me or something like that and i was i that was just even some of the men that were 30 i'm like what is going on i'm like i'm a child (laughs) yeah I, yeah, I'm a child bride. I, no, I felt so concerned. I was like, this is 30. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, no. 30, 31. I was, in a, I was not okay. I was not okay. I thought that was like, I think my age range is very tiny. It's just genuinely yeah. like maybe two years younger, two years older. I don't like, it's plus or minus two. I don't think I could do any more or less than that. Yeah. 30 is fucking wild to me. I'm so sorry. But some of those men did not look 30 to me. Yeah. They looked like they were lying. And it was it was freaking me out. Especially the fact that I found that one guy from The Bachelor on there. I was like, no, this is not my bracket. I refuse. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not Bachelor H. This is not <laughs> happening. Um, uh. So... I don't know. It just felt so strange. It made me feel like I was in college again when I went on a date with this guy who was like 26 when I was 20. And I was like, yeah. this is disgusting. Like I felt. This is disgusting. I felt like a high schooler on a date with a guy in college. Like it was just yeah. fucking strange. So, yeah. It is weird. I felt that same way. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like men who are like four years older than me are, it feels like a decade older for some reason. Yeah. Right? I don't know what it is. But, like, men who are three years younger than me feel closer in age. Like, I feel like I'm their age. Yeah, what is that? Am I... I don't know. Am I... Am I... something wrong with me? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. But I've always felt younger than my age anyway. Like, I've never... It's been harder to uh, relate to men in their 30s for me. Even though I'm two years away from being 30. Yeah. It's all the four that me. is. Fortnite. That must be it. It's all the Fortnite gameplay. <laughs> We're just like morphing into an, an 18-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah. Disgusting. Oh man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's terrible. There it is. There it is. Well, I feel like this might be the last episode for a yeah, while. Do you want to what's going on even though it's already been a while i apologize maybe i'm gonna try to but for good reason we were traveling and you've been busy packing you know yeah i'm moving out of my apartment and then i'm traveling i move out saturday Uh, then i'm traveling abroad for three months and then hannah's gonna join me halfway through traveling Uh we're gonna go to scotland 
We're gonna go to England. Mm, 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 We're gonna mm. fucking ham it up in the city, bitch. And oh, I'm yeah. so excited and also very nervous. I can't wait. I've had so many stress dreams about traveling. It's not even fucking funny, but we move. So yeah, I I I think it's gonna be hard for us to be consistent. Obviously, we are in a very um, we're in a moving season right now. So, yes. but when we get yes. back, we're going to live together and hopefully have like a streaming room or like a podcast setup room type. A deal. multimedia room. A multimedia room. We're going to have a she shed. <laughs> doubles as our podcasting recording studio. Yes. Um, I'm excited for that. I think our podcast will be revamped. There will be new energy, new excitement. We'll be in the same room again. I feel like it's been a while since we've been in the same room. I know. Podcast episode. We got to get the last time was when. Yeah, was it when I was living with Nico? Yeah, I think that's wild. Yeah. So, Um, in four months we will be. No. Oh my god, my timing's so fucked, bro. I think it's like four. Four and a half. Maybe. Yeah. Four and a half months. I might be crazy and record something while I'm abroad, but that is to be de- determined. And let's not get the people's hopes up. <laughs> but if it happens, that would be awesome. It <laughs> it's unlikely, but if it does, I'll be very surprised, <laughs> to say the least. I, I really yeah. actually just made you record because Sid replied to my thread and uh-huh. or not my thread i replied to her thread on podcasts thread. to listen to because i felt obligated because yeah. she kept you know saying to record and then she replied yeah. saying to record and i was like fuck i need we need to do that so and yeah we're here from after sid's inspiration so yeah much thanks, appreciated sid. Go follow uh risky business on on twitch risky business <laughs> Uh, well, already, I guess um, that's the beef then. We'll probably that's see you guys beef. later this year in Christmas season. My in God. Six months. Jesus Christ. Next year, 2024. <laughs> 2024. <laughs> no, we're going to make this happen. We're keeping it up. It's only fucking God. It will return. We just don't know when the hell that's going to happen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, that's fine. We'll be right back.